Welcome to Natural Wellness Tips Podcast, a weekly broadcast all about leading a healthy, happy, and wholehearted life. Hello, welcome back to the Natural Wellness Tips Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hudgens. I am excited to talk to you today about burning the candle at both ends. I definitely have some experience in this realm and learning to slow down and calm down and be in charge of my schedule is something that I am still learning to do. I think that that idea of finding balance in one's life is kind of amusing because we have seasons in life, right? So there's times where we need to be really hustling. We need to be working hard. Um, we just have a lot going on. And there's times where we need to stop, slow down, relax, enjoy life, smell the roses as they say, right? So we need to know those seasons. And sometimes if you're a little type A, you need to kind of plan those seasons, right? So we're going to talk about what it means to kind of burn the candle at both ends, hit burnout. What are some things that you can do to prevent that? What are some things you can do to recognize that you're getting to that point? And how can you ask for help, right? So, so some of my biggest things are having some boundaries, communicating your needs with those that need to understand your needs. And then also uh, time blocking. I'm going to talk to you guys about time blocking and what that means for me and how it works in my life and my schedule. So when you think about burnout, or being burned out, or just being just totally run down. You, that the saying "you can't pour from an empty cup" is what comes to mind. So, uh, you think about it, just, just kind of like being spread too thin. You're pulled in too many directions, so you can't be great at anything. So, like, let's just picture this for instance: you get home from work, or you get home from running errands all day, whatever that be for you and you have kids crying or you, maybe you have pets and they're barking or maybe you just get home and you realize the house is a disaster but you still have emails to answer you know someone's asking you to do something for them you need to prep for your day tomorrow you just kind of hit this wall and you're like i haven't even drank enough water i haven't exercised today i'm starving i've forgotten to eat since 11 you know we've all had those days where you're just like you hit this wall like you come home and you're just like how do I have so many things to do still? I want to just sit on the couch. I need to relax. I want to take a bath or I want to just calm down, right? So I'm not saying ditch your family or ditch your job or just you know say, screw it. I'm not going to do anything lay on the couch. That's not really beneficial to us, right? But, but what are some things that we can do to really sort of prevent that breaking point from happening? Because let's be realistic, right? You don't hit that point of complete overwhelm where you're, you have a tense stomach, upset stomach, a headache, you feel like you are going to explode. You're just like on edge. You are wound tight, right? You don't hit that in 30 seconds. You hit that point over a period of time where you haven't expressed your boundaries, where you haven't asked for help, you haven't communicated your needs, and maybe you haven't taken control of your schedule as much as you need to. Now, I don't have kids, so that's a little different for me, right? I don't have that to manipulate around in my schedule. But there was a point in my life where I, right now, I work for myself. I don't set an alarm. I wake up when I need, ready to wake up. You know, sometimes I set an alarm to go to yoga, but still after I get eight hours of sleep, right? It's just to remind me to get moving. But 
I do live this life where I have a lot of flexibility and I do have seasons that are really busy and I do have seasons that are kind of chill and relaxed and it's really nice, but it wasn't always that way. There was a point in time where I was working a full-time job I, as a physical therapist. I had a part-time job seeing home health patients as a physical therapist and I was teaching yoga part-time. I worked all the time and I still could barely afford my bills. It actually, you know, is part of the reason that I've gotten into some bad financial situations, right? So, you know, we can work and work and work and just try so hard to make things happen. uh, And we just are kind of spinning ourselves in circles, right? So I get it. I'm not necessarily there now. I'm in a really good place with my health, my wellness, my time scheduling, um, just being able to communicate my needs, set my boundaries better than I've ever been before in my life, which is amazing. So I'm not saying that I'm in this situation, but I am saying that I've been there. I can speak from experience. I know what it's like to feel like you just want to hide in the corner with a whole bottle of wine and not talk to anybody and just forget that you have a hundred things to do on your your to-do list, right? So I've mentioned a couple of times setting boundaries. So what does that even mean? Setting boundaries. I don't mean like saying, if I'm standing in this corner, don't talk to me, right? Or like just saying like, um, you know, you can't be so strict with your boundaries, but you can have boundaries. Like you can say things like, I need time each week, maybe two or three hours each week that is just about me. I need that time. And if it's communicating it to yourself and putting it in your schedule, great. If it's communicating it to the people you live with, your roommates, your spouse, your significant other, your kids, your animals, whatever it be. But maybe that's what it is for you. Maybe you need that time. I need alone time to just decompress, to really like not think about anything else. And now, yeah, time on my yoga mat is great. Even time meditating is, is fabulous. But I really mean just like two to three hours a week where I don't have any responsibility. I'm not in a yoga mat, a yoga room with multiple people in the room. I am maybe just sitting on the couch reading a book. That is my favorite alone time. I love sitting on the couch with a good book where no one's going to talk to me. I can just sit there. I can read. The TV's not on. There's not chatter in the room next to me. I am just alone. And maybe I'm not on the couch. Maybe I have to go to the beach to get that. Or maybe um, I go to the park. Or maybe I just sit in my car. Who knows? Whatever it be. But I need that alone time. So maybe that's something that you need. And if you think about it, you haven't been getting. And you notice in your schedule, the times you do get that little bit of alone time, maybe it's going to get your nails done by yourself and reading your book. And and next episode, I'm going to talk more about self-care and what that means and how it's not just taking a big frilly bubbly bubble bath with rose petals in it and essential oils and things. You know, Those are fabulous, but there's other things you can do for self-care. So we'll dive more into kind of what you can do with that time, but setting those boundaries. Or maybe your boundaries are that you need once a week with one of your kids and you rotate through your kids so that you can get individual one-on-one time with them. Or maybe something that you set in place is that you do get a scheduled dinner with your spouse or your significant other once a week where you can know that that's your time to catch up on life, have real conversations, not be interrupted, talk about your finances, talk about you know how things are going for you, where you need help, right? So that would be a good time to communicate your needs. Uh, and maybe you are single and you don't have a spouse to communicate your needs with, but 
there's people in your life that need to know your needs. There's people in your life that can help you, that can be your support system. So whether that's your bestie or um, a sister, brother, a coworker, roommate, or significant other, spouse, whatever it be, but communicate your needs to those people. So once you kind of have an idea of what your boundaries are and what your necessities are, mine are pretty clear. I like to hit my yoga mat five or more days a week. I really need like at least three hours to myself to just be myself and chill. Um, I like to have set work hours that I can really not be interrupted and just get things done, be creative. I also like to wake up in the morning and have 30, 40 minutes to myself to write my journal, read my book, make my tea, drink my tea, um, get through some visualizations and, and just kind of like my normal morning routine that you guys heard in my other podcast. So I like that in the morning and at night, I like to take a bath or a shower right before I go to bed. So I am clean. I can wash the day away. I can lay down from there, read my book for 20 or 30 minutes and I sleep so good. But those are the necessities for me. So so take it some time. Grab a journal and write down like what are the things that you have to do that you need to do and then maybe you're not doing to feel like yourself, to feel like you can function at your best. Because if you are burning the candle at both ends and trying to be the perfect spouse, the perfect employee, the perfect mother, the perfect housewife... You can't do all of those things. You can't wear all of those hats. So where can you ask for help? Uh, It's not weakness to have somebody come clean your house. It's not weakness to ask somebody in your family to do the laundry for you. It's not weakness to have set chores for your family to take care of. Those are all strengths. Those are all amazing things to be able to know that you need to ask for that help, to be able to communicate it, and to be able to have a group of people in place that will follow through and help you with those necessities. So so don't think of setting boundaries and asking, communicating your needs and wants and where you need help as weaknesses. Think of them as being a strong, powerful person who is aware of what they need in life to live their best life. So knowing that you can ask for the help for those things, don't feel like you need to go do it all right now. But knowing that you can ask for the help for those things and doing it, you know, maybe something that's easy for you is you don't like going to the grocery store. So you set it so your groceries get delivered every Saturday morning while you're hanging at home and you don't have to go to the grocery store anymore. So you set that up on Friday and you set your groceries to have delivered or you do it on Saturday morning. That's awesome. That's not a weakness. That's an amazing strength that you can do. It's amazing service that's available for us nowadays to be able to do something like that, right? So really what I'm saying is sit down, figure out your boundaries, figure out your needs, figure out your wants, your asks, and communicate those with the people in your tribe that need to know those things. Have things in place where... You don't just say yes to everything. We're in such a yes society where we just, you know, somebody wants to grab coffee and we just say yes because it sounds like it could be fun, but we don't think about what our schedule is like and, and what that, that cup of coffee is going to mean and, and is that hour and a half 
going to stress us out because then it takes away from something else we need. Be very conscious about the things you say yes to. Be very conscious about your schedule. And that leads me into time blocking. So time blocking is something that has, boy, really helped me optimize my time, be more efficient, and just feel more in charge of, of what's happening to my life. So instead of feeling like my life is happening to me, it's happening for me. I, I just really, it really helps me. So, so what is time blocking? I think there's tons of YouTube videos, tons of ways to do it, tons of books. The book that really drove it home for me, if you're a book, bookie like me, is the 12-week year. And that helps you set 12-week goals that just break things down for you in a really simple pattern. And they talk about time blocking in there. So, so I've kind of tweaked it to work for me. But what I do is I have my schedule and I look at it every Sunday and I go and I say, okay, what are the things that have to get done? Most of them are auto in my calendar and my phone. So like week calls that happen every week or biweekly or yoga classes I teach that happen weekly. Those are in my schedule already as like necessities. And then I go through and I say, what other things do I have to do? Do I have any doctor's appointments? Um, am I, you know, do I have to pick my niece up from school? Did I say I'd house sit for my brother? Like what are the necessity things that I can't change? So those are in the books and I put them in first because they have to be in first. The other things that are in necessities for me are like grocery shopping. I go in and I make sure that I have a lot of time. So it doesn't take you 30 minutes to go to the grocery store, right? You have to drive to the grocery store. You have to buy your groceries. You have to drive home from the grocery store. You have to unpack. You also have to have time to make your list. So I, I allot two hours for the grocery store so that that's just there. I'm not stressed. I'm not feeling like I'm rushing from point A to point B to get the grocery store done. So I allot time for that in my um, necessities. And I also allot time for cleaning. So when am I going to clean what parts of the house. I tend to like to clean all at once. I would rather just take three hours, clean the house top to bottom, be done with it. And then you just tidy up throughout the week and then you go back. Other people like to clean like Monday, I clean the guest room. Tuesday, I clean the master. Like Wednesday, I sweep and mop the floors, like whatever it be. So, so you decide what works for you, but put those things in the schedule because they have to happen. You have to have a clean home. You have to have clean sheets. You have to have groceries in the, the fridge. You have to do these things to live a healthy, wholehearted, happy freaking life. So put those things in your schedule. Uh, once you do that, then you can go in and fill in things like maybe you need to get your nails done or you want to make it to yoga or to the gym or you... Um, want to have a fun date night or you want to have a girl's night, whatever it be, put those things in the schedule. And then I go to fill in my work stuff. So to fill in my work stuff, I do it very specifically. Maybe yours is really simple. Maybe you have a nine to five and it's just in your schedule, super simple. That's how it works. And that's easy. Then just put that in with your necessities, nine to five with your commute. Make sure you put your commute in your schedule so you can actually see how long this is really going to take you. If you work for yourself like me and you're an entrepreneur, what I do is I list out the tasks that I want to accomplish this week. And I don't necessarily list them in priority. I just sit down and kind of like brain dump them. I just put them all on paper. And then I go through and prioritize them and figure out how long each is going to take. So I look and say, okay, I need to record a podcast this week. So I need to pick my topic, plan my topic, you know, work out what I'm going to talk about, write myself little notes and then record it. So I leave myself, 
I, my report podcasts are like anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. I probably leave myself two hours, I say, and if I finish early, great for a podcast. So I really have what I want down for the podcast, right? So I write that's going to take me two hours. And then I kind of prioritize after I look at the time slots they're going to take. Because chances are, if you just write a to-do list of what you want to get done, you're going to sit down and do all the easy things that take like five to 10 minutes. And then at the end of the week, you're going to be like, great, now I still have this one task that's going to take me three hours that is really important that I need done next week, but I'm already feeling burned out, right? So I go and I prioritize and then I plug them into my schedule where I know that they're going to fit the best for me. And I always make sure that I have at least three hours of creative development, I call it. So that's three hours where my sole goal is to work on something. I'm, I'm always creating a program or training or something. So I shut off the phone. I shut off the emails. I sit down for three hours to myself and I just write and create and make things happen. And when I don't do that, I feel really like clogged up and stuck in my business. I just feel like I'm not moving the way I want to. So I I go and I schedule all that in. And then there's time left in my schedule. And that's flexible time. That's like watch TV time. That's, you know, doing those things. Like schedule in hanging out with your family. Make sure it's in your schedule. Make sure on Sundays you communicate that to your family and say, hey, look, this is the schedule for the week. Nobody has anything going on Tuesday night. So I thought it would be fun if we all made pizza for dinner and hung out. What do you guys think? We could pick a movie and watch it. And then everyone's excited for Tuesday, right? So communicate those things and schedule them in. Time blocking is an art and it does take time. And there's different calendars and schedules and things you can use. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Uh, But really, it's about prioritizing what has to happen, what you'd like to happen, and just then the things that are like added bonuses that you get to do, right? So, so just scheduling those things in. I really like how they break it down in the 12-week year. Like I said, there are so many YouTube videos and things that you can, you can work out. But when you're first starting doing this, print out a blank week calendar. So like a Monday through Sunday calendar. And on Sunday, sit down with that blank piece of paper that has like the time slots in it and start to fill in your week and start to see what you're going to notice as you do this. I recommend doing it on a piece of paper like that for probably uh, a month, if not you know, three months, just getting things worked out. What you're going to start to notice by paying attention this way is you're going to start to weed out activities that you do but you don't necessarily have to do and they don't necessarily add anything to your life. You're going to start to cut those things out. You're going to start to structure better. You're going to start to realize what errands can be run closer together if you're not already really good at that. Um, You can start to really optimize your time so that you are the most efficient machine with your time as possible so you have more downtime and more relaxation time. So I had a client that I was working with who felt like she just never had enough time. There was always an excuse. Did you exercise? Not enough time. Did you cook at home this week? Not enough time. You know, And she wasn't meeting her health goals. She was feeling super frustrated. And I worked with her on this time blocking thing where uh, I held her accountable for it. I had her time block on Sundays and communicate that schedule with myself and her, um, the necessary people in her network. And really quickly, within a few weeks, she started to reach some of her health goals. Her work life improved. She was sleeping better. She just felt like a better, more productive person. And it was so incredible just to see what kind of taking charge of her schedule meant for her. 
you know, billionaires, like you start to look at, you've got to look at the habits of really successful people. So Elon Musk, I was reading this article the other day, he's billionaire founder of Tesla, SpaceX, and he credits time blocking for his ability to spend four days a week with his five kids, exercise a minimum of twice a week and continue with his personal hobbies while being fully involved in his business. I mean, that's incredible. He just chunks his time out in really efficient manners. And I I saw this quote and I just love it. Stephen Covey, he's the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And he said, the key is to not prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. So be in charge of your schedule. Don't have your schedule be in charge of you. Time block, set boundaries, know what they are, know what you need in life, communicate those needs with others and stop burning the candle at both ends. Stop feeling stuck. Stop feeling helpless. Stop making excuses. Start making changes. I remember when my best friend had this opportunity to make a really great change for her and her family. And she said to me, she was just so overwhelmed. She didn't know if she had the energy or the mental capacity to make this change. And I simply said to her, if nothing changes, nothing will change. So when you're feeling burned out and like you're burning the candle at both ends, if you aren't willing to step up and change something, that feeling is not going to go anywhere. So step up, make the changes, prioritize your priorities, not your schedule. Be in charge of your life and check out this time blocking stuff. It's amazing. Really off of what I just taught you, you should be able to go and do it, but you can find so much good information. There's so many different ways to do it. Just find what works for you and do it. Be consistent. Put it in your schedule to plan your schedule, right? And you will feel so much more organized. You're going to notice that when your schedule is organized, you can go the night before and you can really lay out what you need for the next day. You're not going to have that oh crud, I forgot X, Y, Z that happens all the time. You're going to be so much more structured, so much more organized. So I hope this was really helpful for you. Please don't continue to live in burnout, in overwhelm. Um, I beg you to put your health first, put your schedule first, put your priorities first, set those boundaries and uh, be in charge of your life instead of letting your life be in charge of you. I hope you have a great rest of your Thursday and do me a huge favor. When you are done listening to this, leave me a review. That helps other people get to hear this episode. It helps me know what you guys like, what you're hearing. Also, there's a link below that gives you the option to fill out a little form and tell me what you want to hear about. Tell me what's come up for you, what you want me to talk to you about. I want to hear, I want to, I want to, I want to to be there for you guys. So share with me what I can do for you. And um, I look forward to chatting with you on the next episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Please leave a review and subscribe. And head over to Instagram to keep up with me daily at Natural Wellness Tips. See you next week.